Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Verity Crawley. Verity won the 2016 Intercollegiate Team Championships with Weber International. She is now an assistant coach with Savannah College of Art and Design. Verity, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. All right, well, Verity, this is your third year as an assistant coach with SCAD. You're the assistant coach for both the men and women's team. So I'd like to hear from you what you're – what you're learning, what you've, what's one of the biggest takeaways you've had as a coach with the team so far in your three years there? Oh, it's been amazing. I think one of the biggest things is to really be patient. Um, at the same time, it's definitely helped me a lot in terms of my own bowling because I'm obviously watching countless hours of bowling and ball motion, and I kind of start to put myself in there shoes when I bowl so then I'm, I'm thinking okay well what would I have kind of told them if I was bowling right now um, so it's definitely helped me bowl um, as well and yeah it's a it's been a great experience I really enjoy it and it's amazing just to be able to see the players you know they improve they succeed and you see them at the beginning of the year and then you get to see what happens after a year of coaching and a year of just them developing as players but as people too. And your your teams are having a, a decent amount of success right now, too, as well. Why don't you talk a little bit, maybe first about the women's team, and then after that, about the men's. Yeah, we've had a lot of success so far. So when we travel to tournaments, um, I tend to coach the women. And Katie Thornton, who's the head coach, tends to coach the men. Um, but we've had a very successful year so far. Um, the women have won pretty much every event that they've bowled in, which is obviously very good. Um, we're coming up to bowl the McKendree Baker and the Hoosier, which are two of our bigger events. Um, the Hoosier will probably be will be the biggest event that we bowl, besides like going for a national championship. So last year, both the men and the women won the NAI national championship. So obviously this year, there's that excitement that, oh, they could win again. Um, but obviously, mm. we're trying not to focus too much on the outcome and just everyone's working on getting better and improving and that's really what the tournament up until this point has been about is just you know we try different bowling balls they get to know each other's arsenals and just themselves as players and get to know their teammates and it's really just about working together and figuring out what works best for them. So Verdi how have you been able to help the girls to establish that uh, team building and camaraderie off the lanes so that that helps them when they are on the lanes? I think a lot of it just happens in practice I mean, however we are in practice and what we do in practice, obviously, is then going to relate to a tournament. And the same with my own bowling. I think that preparation is key. And if you've done the preparation, then you know going into the event that you're going to have the confidence. So um, just working together on the lanes, we, we've done some mental game training, and that always tends to really bring the girls together. Um, they get a lot closer after that. You know, all of, any problems, if there were any, would go away. And they just kind of figure out that everything is great and yeah it just they they just come together 
And, and how do, what type of mental, mental game training do you do? I think a lot of people are really familiar with maybe some of the physical game, you know, whether it's either practice drills or uh, maybe understanding some different parts and different ways to play different oil patterns. But I think a lot of people struggle with, with mental game training. So what does that look like for you? Definitely. I think it's actually one of the most underrated parts of bowling. A lot of people want to change their physical game so much, whereas sometimes it is more mental. Um, we did have Matthew Farber come and work with our team the last couple of years, and he was definitely a huge impact last year for us winning the national championship. Um, and it's more, it's working on mindset more than anything, you know, staying positive. How do you talk to yourself when you bowl? Is it negative self-talk, positive self-talk? If you are talking to yourself in a negative way, what can you do to kind of stop that? Using different breathing techniques and meditation in order to relax yourself and just forming different routines, pre-shot routines, all of the different aspects that go into actually before you throw the shot and mainly just your mentality and what you're thinking about before you throw the ball. How do the successes that you've had on the lanes help you when you're coaching your team? I think it is definitely a benefit of the fact that I've been there and I've done that. But of course, every situation is a little bit different. So if that arises, then I can always, you know, have those conversations of what I went through. But I also don't necessarily always want to look back at what I went through because what I went through is obviously different than what they're experiencing right now. So it's more of just a dealing with what happens in the moment. And of course, they see me practice and they see me work. So I think part of that is, you know, I, I like to think that it makes them want to work harder too. And especially when they see me then go off on tour and um, I get a lot of messages over the summer from them, and I see their support, so that's really nice as well. Yeah, that's got to be really, really cool. You know, that they're they're rooting for you and supporting supporting you when they're off the lanes. And uh, but I do have to wonder as well, just as far as your technique and your style. I mean, you hook the ball a lot more uh, than many of the the female competitors, and and do a lot of them. Do they come to you, and do they want to create more shape on the lanes just from watching you bowl? It's honestly not really something that um, has been talked about. I think everyone's a couple of now and then and people will say, oh, I want a higher rev rate, but it's definitely not as common as I think I would have imagined it being. And, and how do you create that? I mean, what does, what do you tell somebody if somebody does come and say, Hey, I'm trying to do this. How do you create the power and the role that you do uh, um, in, in your own game? What do you attribute that to? Mine is mainly created actually from my elbow, which I don't necessarily always like to tell people to do because it's definitely something that is really hard to teach. Um, I don't really like teaching people to necessarily do it in a drill, um, but that is how I create my power. So I do suggest to a lot of people to do foul line drills and to really focus on just the release in that moment when you're trying to change your release when you have four or five steps before that, it's very difficult to focus on it, especially because it happens so quickly. So I definitely think when you're doing a drill, such as a foul line drill or even a swing and slide, it allows you to focus a little bit more on, okay, my thumb's coming out, my fingers are coming out, making sure I'm lifting with my fingers. And then what advice along those same lines do you have for that high school bowler who's looking to bowl collegiately? What should they be working on? I think the fundamentals are key. I think as a high school bowler, um, if you can get your fundamentals good and work on your spare shooting, I know everyone says that pretty much as advice for anything, but it really is so important. 
you can just figure out how to make your spares, then from there, the coach is really going to help you in terms of getting lined up and figuring out all of that aspect. So if you can make your spares, then you're pretty much good to go. But working on fundamentals, I think a lot of people tend to forget about that. And I think that's really important. It, it is easy to look right past those when you think, well, you've already, like everybody's already talked about, you know, balance and timing and arm swing. And it's so easy, I think, to assume at some point, you know, you just, well, I've already learned that, you know, and uh, easy to just kind of walk past it and, and uh, kind of forget the fact that most of us have to continue to keep working on that time and time again, you know, across the entire career even. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's days that, you know, I have an off day and things just aren't feeling right. You get in a little funk and you just get frustrated. And that's when I go back to basics. I just do the drills um, and just make sure that, you know, my fundamentals are in check. And then from there, everything becomes a little bit more positive and you get out of the funk. And who were some coaches that helped you through your career in college and then now even on the PWBA tour that you maybe look to and people that have influenced your game? Yeah, so I had some very good coaches when I was growing up and I really think I can attribute my success and why I throw the ball the way I do to them. Um, and that's like John Zadell, Zara Glover, now Giles, and Steve Thornton. Those were my main three coaches back in England. Um, and they really helped me a lot. They are, you know, the reason my game is the way it is. And then when I came over to the U.S., I started working um, at Kegel. So I started working with Randy and Dell and Ruben. And just having the knowledge of the Kegel Training Center and everyone there definitely helped develop my game. And I still go back there now. I still you know, might send Ruben a message or when I'm working there, I ask Randy just to look at my game to make sure that everything is in check. And Verity, what's your response to that person who says, oh yeah, she had all those people helping her at Weber and working with those top tier coaches. I don't have anyone. I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere. I have no decent coaches to help me. And they almost use that as an excuse, but ultimately you can have the best coaches surrounding you, but you still do need to put in the time and effort to work at your game. Of course. I mean, you can still be in the, have the best coaches around you, but unless you're asking questions and being curious, then that doesn't necessarily mean anything. And they might tell you to do one thing, but just because they tell you and they give you the direction of how to do it doesn't mean that it's going to magically fix itself. Obviously, you have to actually put in the work in order for things to change. Yeah, they say curiosity killed the cat, but I think it it definitely has made a, a lot of better bowlers out of just trying to explore, you know, different parts of the lane and different elements of their game, you know, and that's what it that's what it takes to be the best. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's so many different aspects of bowling, and the game's obviously ever changing. So if we stop asking questions, then we're never really going to when we're not going to develop. So I think it's very important to keep searching and keep learning. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Hey, uh, last question, Verity, that we have for you, at least, at least that I have. Tim may have another one for you, but the last one that I have is uh, just a little bit of a uh, – maybe give some insight to – we have a lot of younger listeners to the podcast who may be trying to uh, – maybe they haven't heard of SCAD before. Where is it? Maybe what's you – know, why should somebody consider coming uh, to your school and to your program, and how do you what, – what kind of advice do you have for somebody that's uh, a younger person trying to figure out where to go to college? Yeah, so SCAD is known as Savannah College of Art and Design. So it is based in Savannah, Georgia. It is mainly a creative design school. Um, they offer a wide range of majors 
some of which people probably won't actually know what they are. But when you start to look them up, they're unbelievably cool. Um, a lot of a lot of SCAD is known for, you know, working with Google and very big brands and things like that. But I think the most important thing to do when you're looking at bowling in college is to really focus on the education first. Um, I obviously know that a lot of people want to become professional bowlers and that bowling is very important. Obviously, I can attest to that because I love bowling myself and I am a professional bowler. But I think that making sure that you study what you want to study and getting the degree is very important as well. So I would ensure that everyone really looks into what do they want to study and then from there kind of start to look at the bowling program and go from there. I always I always think it's great um, to visit the university as well. I think that makes a huge difference just so that you can really figure out where is it you're going to be spending your next four years. And Verity, my final question is you just recently added to Team Storm, the pro staff, I know you were out in Utah by Steve. You guys did some cool things via video, but I'd like to, you know, for you to talk about some of what you can, what you can talk about, and then also some of the latest and greatest pieces that you're seeing that that are that have been an instant addition to your arsenal. I did, yeah. I'm really excited to be part of Team Storm now. Um, I think the change was really good for me, and I'm looking forward to. The upcoming um, PWBA season, I have to say, I actually just posted a video yesterday that my favorite ball right now with Storm is the pitch purple. Um, I know a lot of people have kind of been asking me what I see out of that, and I will compare it to the purple hammer since I have thrown that, since I was with EBI in the past. And compared to the purple hammer, it is a lot cleaner and a little bit more angular down lane but it still gives that urethane feel. So it allows you to stay a little bit further right, especially on the short patterns. Um, so I am loving that ball right now. I've always liked urethane, um, but sometimes I have found that on the women's tour, I couldn't get urethane through the front part of the lane. So I'm kind of excited that since this pitch purple is cleaner, I might actually have a chance to use it a little bit more on the women's tour. Awesome. Well, great stuff. And uh, we are so excited to have you at Storm here on our staff and, uh, just to get a chance to uh, know you a little bit and uh, look forward to seeing you down the road and want to wish the best to you and, and the SCAD bowling teams. And uh, we'll look forward to having you back on the show. We'll check back in with you later on and uh, want to wish you all the best and uh, tear it up on the lanes. Sounds great. Thank you for having me.